This is why we have the best fans in the world. your weekly One Direction and Harry Styles podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. And this is our 114th episode of Talk Direction. Um, I was like, oh, what if it's the 113th? Because it's Friday the 13th right now. And then it wasn't. So that was a fail on our part. We should have missed another week before so that we could have been up on time. I mean, up on... 13 matching. I don't know what I'm saying anymore, you guys. Wow. It's... Now I really want to watch 13 going on 30. The classic. Oh, man. What a Friday great the 13th movie. movie. Literally. So good. Why is it such a. It's like one of my favorite, if not my favorite, rom coms of all time. It's so good. Also, it Mark really. Is just a babe. It, yeah. And, and you know what? He's a political activist, so that just makes it 10 times exactly. more exciting. Like, honestly. What a babe. Yeah, nothing is more attractive than people being actually good human beings. I know, right? Um, (laughs) That's the most attractive thing. I remember um, when I was um, in Canada, like, visiting my friend um, in her family home, and, like, all her family was there. We were watching a um, uh, a video, Jesus, a movie, (laughs) a movie um, with all her family, and um, I wouldn't recommend it because it was about um, sex addicts, and there were some pretty graphic scenes that I watched with her entire family, including oh, her um, grandma and parents right next to me. <laughs> but but the thing is, what I'm trying to say is Mark Ruffalo was in that, and oh. um, I um, got to bond with her, uh, my friend's mom, her aunt, and her grandma about how cute Mark Ruffalo is. So it's like wow. you know, intergenerational. It spans the generations. It really so does. Because I remember that was a movie, too, that, like, my mom really liked. And then she, like, it was one of those movies that she passed along to me and was like, okay, Caitlin, like, let's watch this together. Like, this is a really, like, nice movie that I like to watch, and now we're going to watch it. So there's some good memories there. Um, But, yeah, so we're coming to you, like, a week and a half late. We missed last week's episode, and this one's obviously – coming out it'll probably come out on saturday or friday depending on what time zone it comes out in so i'm just going to try to put it up after after we finish recording um but last week was kind of like a hell week i think for both of us yeah (laughs) Um, yeah well i don't know if any of you guys watched my instagram live yesterday but i got pretty honest on some of it and i'm gonna talk about it in my talk direction down low i'm doing two of them um some point tomorrow or the next day this weekend and putting those up I've just had a really tough time coming to England it's like not what I thought it was going to be exactly and uh it's been both like physically draining because I've been sick and I actually got the flu the other day um and just like emotionally draining um yeah and Kara's been going through some stuff <laughs> as well so I feel like yeah. we're both like both just things are happening and it's been really tough um yeah for sure so yeah so the episode didn't happen last week 
Um, but yeah, it's not a big deal. And I think we both needed a break. And yeah, um, so we're getting you this one, and we're gonna we're looking forward to Niall's album. So that's all good. And you know, just because we miss a week, it's not like we don't love you guys or care about the podcast or whatever. It just takes a lot of work to do. And when there's a million other things coming at you, it's sometimes hard to um, make an episode happen because it does yeah, take a lot like of work. Yeah, and I'd rather like be in. It really does. And also, I I feel like we both rather come to you in a positive mindset um, yeah. than kind of just be, like, miserable Melanie's. So, <laughs> so true. Yeah. Um, so. But also, what I've been loving, like, the past, um, we haven't had episodes, but we have had a group chat. Um, yes! And it was one of our listeners, who was it? Norman Ellen, I think? Yeah. Wendy? I think that's their username. Mm-hmm. Um, they had the brilliant idea uh, a, a few, I feel like kind of a while ago, but we never implemented it. And, <laughs> because we um, suck. Kate, we do. And but we really finally did it. Caitlin came through and made it happen. And if you want to be a part of it, just like um, message us on Talk Direction on our Twitter, Talk underscore Direction, and just be like, hey, I want to be in the um, group. And like, it's really, it's so great because, you know, we get to talk to you guys on Twitter and stuff, but sometimes it's, like, harder for, like, you guys to interact with each other, but, like, having a, a Twitter group makes it, like, amazing, and you guys have yeah. been, like, introducing each other, or introducing yourselves to each other, like, where you're from, what your favorite One Direction song is, like, how old you are, and, like, what your name is, and it's just, like, really personal and great, and, like, we're getting, like, hyped for, um, you know, Niall's album coming out in the group chat, and I just, like, can't wait for, oh, that's gonna be so fun to, like, have that. I know! Um, as, like, it's gonna be so out. good. Literally. Yeah, I can't wait. Wow. So, yeah, if you want to hop on board that group chat, everyone's invited, and it's a ball so far. So the more the merrier. Yeah. For sure, definitely. Um, um, also, I just want to talk about, like, my Harry concert, which was, like, a few weeks ago now. Yeah, um, we haven't even had, like, an episode. It's It's been a long, long time. Yeah. Um. So, uh, I don't I was going to try to vlog, but then, um, me and my friend were kind of running late. Um, and it was just like our fault. It's both like, we're two people who run late to everything in our entire lives. Um, and we got to the concert, the concert opened at eight and we we're like, Oh, like, it's fine if we get there at eight. Like I'm sure the opener, like I'm sure Muna won't like go on until like later they were already playing. And like, I feel so stupid. Like I like, I don't know. I've never, I've never been a person who like comes into a concert like as openers starting, um, which is fine. But like, I felt kind of weird about that. But like, they were really excellent, and like, mm-hmm. um, they were just like talking about how awesome it was to be performing in front of like, um, like an awesome crowd of like strong women. Which actually, I know that Harry recently um, said something similar, which was awesome. Um, and they were talking about how they loved how we're fans of such a person who puts an emphasis on like kindness and sympathy and compassion. And I'm just like, you guys are amazing. Like not only, Oh, hi kitty. Um, not only are you like freaking super talented and like, they were really cool. And I really loved hearing them live. I feel like I appreciate, I really liked them live. I think um, even more so than um, like hearing them like, you know, studio recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, they were great. I would go to like a concert of theirs just like, just themselves I think um uh and I think they covered 
um, a Fleetwood Mac song, but I don't remember which one. But it was really cool because so did Harry. Harry covered the chain in his concert, which was so amazing. And, like, just getting to hear it from diff- two different artists. Um, and I think that was a cover that they did, like, for years and years together. So it was just, like, really fun. Um, and um, and Harry, the, con- the concert that I went to, Harry was wearing that beautiful freaking golden yellow suit. What and, like, I a can't gorgeous tell you, like, that was- suit. It was so beautiful. I, like, screamed, like, when I saw it because, like, and it's kind of embarrassing, but, like, it's not that embarrassing to, like, I don't know. I feel like during the entire concert, I was just, like, low-key, like, screaming to myself, slash, like, muttering, being like, oh, my God. Like, when he would do something. But I feel like people understood, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but, like, when that curtain dropped, I was just, like, oh, I'm so glad I got to see, like, a colored suit in person. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, that yellow is just so beautiful. It was just, like, so luminous and incredible. Um, and it's interesting, you know, going from a one, like, going from seeing him in One Direction to seeing him in this, because there are so many differences. Like, he, his microphone was attached to a cord, which I had no idea. I know, idea. I've seen that. I thought that was so okay. odd. Oh, oh, wait, we like, have an anonymous hippo, and I've just <laughs> i.e. like someone's checking out our google doc and i just went to our patreon and it looks like olivia liked our post so olivia are you the anonymous hippo right now oh my god it's also like um google doc says the animal it's not we're just oh no it's a hyena it's a hyena sorry anonymous hyena yeah (laughs) sorry Continue continue with your story I just feel more appreciated now that I know that an anonymous hyena is watching over me. <laughs> Truly. Um, what was I saying? Uh, oh, yeah. So he was attached to a cord. And, like, it's I so didn't retro. realize it because it's so retro. And, I mean, like, I'm it, most smaller venues are like that. But it's, like, I can't imagine, like, having him go from prancing – a hu- like in a huge stadium with a cordless um, microphone to like being confined to a very small stage with a cord and he was playing guitar for the first couple of songs so I didn't even notice it had a cord because he was just like the microphone was on the stand yeah. um, so I mean I kind of I don't know I, I feel like it's going to be exciting to see um, not that I have tickets but like exciting to see like videos and stuff for his bigger shows because I feel like that's just like where he thrives for me and like that's what I mm-hmm. get my most joy from is like seeing him like uh, expressed his energy through just dancing around. And, like, he was able to do that a little bit um, when there was no – it was, like, the more instrumental parts. By the way, his band was incredible. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was just dying. They were <laughs> so good. I just feel like seeing his, his drummer live – oh, man, I always forget. Is it Claire or – It's Sarah. Sarah. Sarah's, Sarah's a drummer. Right. Okay. Sarah live. I was just – in awe like I just feel like it's so impressive it just like man if you can play any kind of instrument I think that my favorite part was seeing Claire gently shake this little like shaker rattle thing um during maybe Carolina or something it was just so gentle and I'm just like (laughs) wow I don't know why it was just like the I like the cherry on top for me um but yeah I, I just like I he did some great dance moves. I feel like he's been doing in um a few of the shows. Um I don't know, I kinda wish he had done some more talking with the audience. But mm. I feel like I don't know, I feel like I kind of went in with expectations which you should never do. Yeah. And I feel like I have to like rip myself from comparing it to One Direction shows. 
Um, yeah. Because, like, I have to recognize that, like, one, like Harry had been doing shows with One Direction for five years. So that's, like, um, a whole new ball game when he's doing shows on him, like, by himself. Because he has to, like, kind of reconfigure how he does it and, like, figure out what works, what doesn't. Um, so I think I have to, like, really separate the two in my mind when, like, in my mind they're, like, intrinsically linked, which they are, but, like, mm-hmm. I just need to separate them more. Um, but, I mean, man, that – I think that, too – I don't know if it was just because it was my show also, but, like, I think I just – I really love that golden suit with, like, the like the leaves on it. It was just so beautiful. You um, should pair them with the golden sparkly boots. That would just be such an incredible look. It yeah, I feel like he has golden like, overload. I would, I just feel like that would be incredible. But um, I feel like he hasn't worn, like, some sparkly boots or anything, like, intri- like intricate boots recently, and I'm kind of mi- missing them. I know. He needs to bring some something back. Bring those back. Bring the Captain America boots back. Like, he has ones that have, like, cool, subtle designs, but I need some, yeah. like, bam, wham, ham in Thank your you, face ma'am. ones. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, like, with Solo Harry, too, it's, like, it will be so interesting with him on a much bigger stage, because, like, I feel like in One Direction, he would walk that catwalk and run around and dance and swirl, but, like, when you're confined to a much smaller stage, it's going to be totally different, Um, plus, uh, like, he's not singing that many songs, which was, like, my complaint right away when we first had the first concert that he did, was that it's not very long of a concert. Like, One Direction's concerts, like, of the boys just singing, not including the opener, was, like, an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes, I think. So when he's only up there for, like, just an hour, it's, like, a lot different. And it, like, feels so much shorter, too. Like, it doesn't, like, an hour feels very short. Um, So, yeah, it'll be interesting to compare his solo shows, like, in these small venues compared to, like, perhaps maybe they'll be different when he goes to bigger venues. I don't really know, though, like, what songs would he possibly add unless he, like, decides to reconfigure for, like, the bigger show. I feel like he should. I feel like he sort of has to when he goes to the bigger venues, but we will see. Yeah. Um, Also, I want to note that, like, he is incredibly on time. Like, they were, like, perfectly... Like, Muna was already playing at 8, like I said, and I'm an idiot and showed up a little late. And then Harry started exactly at 9 because Muna was on for, like, half an hour. And then it was just, like, very – it was, like, incredible. I feel like One Direction, there was not the sense of, like, like, it's perfect. You never knew when it was going to happen. Yeah, and you just kind of – especially if you had to pee between, like, the opener and, like, One Direction, you just had to really take your chances, man. Yeah, because um, I would always, like, run to pee, and then it was, like, still another 45 minutes, and you're like, why did I just sprint to the bathroom and then get Sometimes out of Sometimes that's just how it is. Yeah. Um, uh, one of the beautiful things, I think, about this venue and, like, smaller venues <laughs> is that I was able to bring my water bottle, and, like, they had sinks that I could, like, fill up my water bottle oh, in, nice. in the bathroom. So I was, like, beautiful. I didn't have to freaking buy, like, a $20 water bottle because I don't even have Harry concert ticket money so I don't you know I don't have five dollar water bottle money um what my friend Isabel said when we were walking out of the show was um like there's literally nothing better than like singing One Direction songs with a crowd of people and Mm -hmm. I really agree like singing 
what makes you beautiful on top of your lungs while Harry Styles sings it back to you is so, like, cathartic. So and, like, fun. I just feel like I really miss, like, I don't know. I just I miss One Direction in a way that, like, I feel like singing One Direction songs was very, like, um, fun and uh, you didn't have to put much thought into it. It was just, like, you mm-hmm. know, like, fun 100%. And with Harry, I feel like it's more, you know, it's, like, more emotional and, like, there's some mm. – um, you know, deeper aspects. So it's not as like lighthearted. I mean, like, yeah. I think like one of my favorite ones to sing along to and like just hear live was a woman. I feel like that was a really standout um, one to me. And also I think it's like, just like fun with the la la la's and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just like, Oh man, I miss one direction. I just feel like sometimes it doesn't hit me and I'm just like, I love all the boys doing their solo stuff, but like yeah. one direction concerts were so fun. And like, they I just, really like, were. I just feel like I don't really go to many concerts, and pop concerts ha- are my favorite to go to. So I think that's also a bit of the difference between why I have to like it's because it's like you can't compare One Direction pop concert to a Harry Styles smaller venue, not pop concert. Like mm-hmm. it just like, but you want it to have the same feeling, but it doesn't. But it's not mm-hmm. bad, but it's just different. Um, yeah, I don't know. I have a lot of feelings, <laughs> but yeah. That's interesting. I'm going to his concert, like, in two-ish weeks on the 29th. Oh, my God. I know. Still looking for people if you guys want to hit me up in line. (laughs) I've had a number of people contact me, though. Um, But, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to compare, like, what I think of it as well when I go. Mm -hmm. Um, And see how I felt and how it compares to, like, the One Direction concert. Especially because, like, I'm also going alone, and, like, whenever we went to One Direction concerts, we went together, and I feel like when you, when I've gone to concerts alone versus when I go with people who, like, love the artist with me, it is such a different experience, and, like, having someone there to, like, sing the songs too, where you're sort of both going through the emotions together, like, is really powerful, so... Like, not having someone, even though, like, you can have the crowd, it's not the same as having, like, your best friend or someone who, like, totally gets it and you have all these memories and you know you're going to talk about it afterwards with. Um, Because Kara had her friend that I know, too, but they were in different seats, so they weren't, like, singing together then. But, uh, like, when Kara and I have gone, we've always been together, which, like, is part of the whole thing, you know? Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I'm definitely, like thinking about that aspect of it and like trying not to get my hopes up too high of like what experience it'll be like um but yeah, I'm still I think excited that's, like, the best way to go yeah um but yeah I'm excited and I'm excited to see some of you guys who are going to come see me in line um just to say hi <laughs> um but yeah um <clears throat> and 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 by that time we'll have Niall's album out and Liam's song out uh what song is it? The Bedroom Floor song, which is weird. Oh, to yeah, think I about. those, those are coming very soon. Yeah, and a week from now, Niall's album comes out. So. Oh, awesome. Wow. Perfect. Very exciting. Um, anything else to say about your concert experience, Kara? Um, not that I can think of. All right. Awesome. Um, I'm glad we got to talk about it. Moving on to our Back to You segment. Um, So I have four emails from you lovely listeners, but we only have time for two of them. So we're going to get to 
the other two emails, which are from Carrie and Stephanie, next week. Um, but this week we have emails from Felina and uh, Heidi. So the first one comes from Felina, who says, uh, Hello, girls. I'm from Germany, and I've been listening to your podcast for quite some time. I haven't written to you yet, but I listened to your 111th episode, and you said we should write in and introduce ourselves, so I thought I'd give it a go. I really love your podcast. You always make me laugh. I love the feminist part and the way you talk about everything Harry's wearing. His style is amazing. Since my best friend introduced me to the boys around the time you and I was released, I've been a huge Zane fan. I told my family about them, and soon my mother, father, sister, and grandma had their favorites. Oh when my I gosh, I love this. <laughs> Wait, what was that noise? <laughs> it sounded like you spat um, water everywhere. <laughs> well, so I put my cats in this room with me because, or else they'll try to escape. And so Amy just um, slung my pill bottles on the ground, and then Sherman was like um, squawking back there. So I don't know if you heard that too. Oh yeah, it must have been the pills. It sounded like splashing water. But now thinking back, I can see that that would be it. Um, yeah. Anywho, uh, so continuing with the email. When I started listening to your podcast, I got into Harry more and more, and now I'm a big Harry supporter. As, well, he's the best. As Harry's album was released, I was crazy about it, and my whole family loved it, too. We all wanted to go to a concert, but the tickets were gone so fast we didn't get any. Anyway, what I wanted to say is that I just love the way my whole family are into the boys, and they are interested in every new song and all the news. So never stop doing your podcast. You're great. Lots of love, Selena XX. Wow, this is such a cute email i love I the love fact it. that your entire family is into the boys and that you guys all bond over it together including grandma like this is a heartwarming tale <laughs> this is just like the perfect like um uh not opportunity what am i saying a perfect example of like a family being so like supportive of yes. their child's like interest i just feel like this is just so good i just I feel like, um, you know, my parents are, like, they humor me, and if I, like, talk about them, but I just feel like the fact that, like, your parents and, like, your grandma, I just, I just love this. It just warms my heart, man, and I feel like this is a very, you know, rare and special thing that you have going on right now, and I just feel like this is just, it's just so great. Wow. I'm glad to hear. It's like how families in the olden days used to gather around the radio to listen to the news. <laughs> And now it's like the families all gather around to hear the news about the One Direction boys and listen to the new oh songs. Oh my gosh. That's what a beautiful perfect. thing. <clears throat> I also love that we uh, convinced them to be more of a, or not to be more of a Harry fan, but transfer from Zane into become a very Harry fan. Uh, I like that. Oh, I'm good. glad our influence is working. Um, all right, moving on to the next email from Heidi, who says, Dear Talk Direction, I'm a huge fan of your podcast. Really enjoy it so much as you are so involved and enthusiastic about all the boys and their work. I was wondering if you had any idea in how many countries your podcast is being listened to, as I am not the only Talk Direction fan outside the USA. Since I am one of the older fans, I think, very late 30s, and don't have any friends as obsessed by one D as me, it is nice to have you two to you two to listen to. Luckily, I have a very sweet mom who has bought Harry Styles tickets for my birthday to see him in Denmark oh. in 2018. Yay! 
together with her as she also thinks he's amazing. She's 63, so I think she is amazing. But just wanted to let you know your podcast, your amazing podcast is very looked forward to every time. Love from Denmark. Oh, this is so sweet. Um, Kara, can you look up the stats? Do you know how to do that of where all of our countries are? I can. Um, I might have to. It might have to be a little later in the episode while this computer boots up because I'm doing it on my uh, phone right now. I'm recording on my phone, uh. but there's a way on <laughs> on SoundCloud. Um, to, I can do it too on SoundCloud. But where is it? Um, I think it's like under stats and stuff, and it just like tells you where all all the countries that it's and you, yeah you're definitely right you're definitely not the only person outside of the u.s who oh listened. okay was, i have our crazy. top countries our top countries okay, are cool. the u.s then we have australia coming in at number two oh, um, nice. and then the uk at number three top cities are adelaide australia wow there's 494 downloads from adelaide dang oh my god shout um, out to adelaide we have Indonesia. I want to see how do we get all the countries. Oh, here. Okay, U.S., Australia, U.K., Indonesia is our fourth biggest country. Ooh. Germany, Republic of Korea, India, France, Mexico, Brazil, Saudi Arabia, Canada, Netherlands, Turkey, Philippines, Lebanon, Russia, Italy, Egypt, Malaysia, Pakistan, Poland, Japan, Spain, United Arab Emirates, Romania, Oman, Israel, Ireland, Qatar, Georgia, Jordan, Hungary, Nepal, New Zealand, Greece, Thailand, Kuwait. Like, literally, the list goes on and on. I love this. Czech Republic, Armenia, Sweden, Bangladesh, Finland. Like, wow. So many different places. So, you are not the only non-U.S. listener. There are people all over the world listening to this. Literally reading that, like, just blows my mind. Like, it's, it's so, so great. Uh, I want everyone listening to tweet us where they're from. Like, tweet us at talk underscore direction so we can, like, not just see a list of people, but actually, like, see Twitter faces and, like, hear you guys from those different countries because that's just incredible. Um like, it's so international here. Fandom is so international, which is so beautiful. Um, and also, Heidi, if you don't, um, if you have, if you have a Twitter, um, you, why don't you pop into our Twitter group? Um, yeah. I just feel like, because, uh, they were talking about how they don't have any friends as obsessed, um, with One Direction, but, you know, the Twitter group has been, become a really great place because it's, like, mm-hmm. more conversational and it's not just, like, listening. And you don't have to, like, talk all the time, you know, you can pop in and out as you want. Yeah, and you can just read and enjoy. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, so thank you for this email. This was really lovely. I love that you're going to the concert with your mom. That's so cool. I've gone to concerts with my mom, and it's always oh. been awesome. My mom took care and I to a number of our concerts. That's so true. I have, like, like I just remember one of my greatest moments in – what am I trying to say? Like, one of the best things I've ever learned was from your mom when um, – we were, she was driving us to see Ed and Taylor, like, in, like, sophomore year, junior year of high school. Or something yeah. Like that. I just remember, like, I've just learned so many life lessons. Yeah, she's, she's a lovely lady. I, I remember <laughs> also, like, when we were freshmen in high school, or, or before freshman year, we went to New York City, and she was just, like, walking so fast, and we had to, like, run to catch up oh with her. Oh, my God. That's when so we true. Were, a podcast the podcasters that we listened to went on tour and we had to go see them and she took us to new york it was a good time 
God. Good memories. God yes. Um, all right, moving on to news. Oh, I, yeah. So thank you guys for writing in, and we're going to get to the next two emails next week. Um, so, yeah, you guys can always email us at talk under uh, – no, not talk underscore. You can email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. No underscore there, just talkdirection at gmail.com. Um, and we love to read your emails and then read them on the show and talk about them because you guys always have really cool stuff to say. Um, moving on to news. Our first news story is that Niall has a documentary coming out. It's called On the Record Flickr. And it's coming out October 20th, which is the day of his album release. And it's an Apple Music documentary, similar to the one Harry did. Um, and it's going to show a behind-the-scenes of the album, interviews, and a bit of, like, the behind-the-scenes of touring. Um, and I was just sort of wondering what you thought about this and, like, what you're most looking forward to on in that documentary. Um, I'm psyched about this. I'm I hope that, like, this becomes a trend with, like, a lot of artists. Um, yeah, doing, like, I feel like it is, because, like, Lady Gaga Lady has Gaga, one now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it I seems like cool. it's a smart move. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, um, I don't know, it's an awesome companion to see the behind the scenes. Um, sorry, my cat is scratching. Good God. Um, anyway, um, I'm stoked. I really loved Harry's, and I am excited to see like how Niall worked on this album um mm-hmm. if he like you know went away into um you know a more secluded place like Harry did or just like how he did that I'm just I'm, I'm excited and I wonder if he's going to do some um live performances too on on that um do you know if he is I'm not sure I hope he he does yeah those are I really cool that. I I know he was at Abbey Abbey Road Studios today I don't know right. what that means because it's it seems like oh, yeah. the, the movie would already be done, but that's just fun fact. He was there. Um, nice. So, yeah, I don't know what is – I don't really know what to expect, too, because, like, was – like, how early did this get put in place, you know? Because we couldn't get that much behind the album – behind the scenes album stuff that this hadn't been going on for a while. Um, yeah, because so wrote a lot of those songs, like, last year and stuff. Exactly, and, like, Harry definitely had this thing in place because they, like, right away it went to Jamaica with him and we got all that behind-the-scenes stuff. But, like, for Niall, it's not like, I don't think he, like, went away to one place and wrote it all in two months like Harry did. It was kind of more, you know, he wrote this town and then he had this song and whatever, and he'd been working on it for a number of months and then thought he was done, but then there was a whole new stuff that he, so I feel like it was longer. So I don't know what type of behind-the-scenes stuff we'll get in terms of album making, but hopefully we'll get some really interesting things. And it, it seems like this will be another cool thing to watch and we're definitely going to do a commentary on it. So yeah. Exciting. Yeah. It'll be good. <clears throat> um, and it's just another companion to, to make the album release a little bit, maybe more exciting seeing as like we've heard most of the songs. So we get sort of like yeah. an extra little tidbit. Um, so I'm excited for that. Uh, as you mentioned earlier, um, on stage in Dallas, Harry said, I could not feel more honored to stand and perform in front of a group of strong women every night. So thank you very much. Uh, so thank you so much. You let me do this. I love you forever. Um, and that's just a really nice thing that he said. And I wanted to say it on the podcast. Um, and it seems like he, 
I feel like I saw one where it said, like, I thought about this a lot. Like, it started with that. Like, yeah. I thought about this a lot. I could not feel more honored. Like, as if he, you know, thinks about it. And he, he obviously has thought about it because when when he did the Rolling Stone um, magazine uh, interview, um, he, uh, what's his name? Crow? Was that the guy's last name? Crow? I think so. The yeah. writer? Um I know on a podcast he was interviewed for about that, he said Harry's, like, reaction to um, him asking about how he felt about his fans all being a lot of, like, young women, he had this sort of, like, thing, like, bubbling out of him. Like, it was ready to go. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like he had to sit there and think about it. So, like, it is, it's definitely premeditated where he, like, has thought about these things and, like, really feels strongly about the fact that he's performing to a lot of young women and how that makes him feel special and like honored to get to do that. So I love that he said that. I hope he keeps saying things like that. Yeah. That's just like important. And I feel like it's kind of a bummer because we don't really get um, a lot from Harry in terms of like interviews and stuff. And I think that Mm -hmm. like once we get like these tiny little particles, um, I feel like we get a lot of them during shows and stuff, which is, like, still nice. And I'm glad that, like, we're in the age of social media where we can get them, even if we're not at the show. Um, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Could you imagine if we couldn't get, like, footage from each concert or get to hear, like, any of the things except for based on people's memories? Oh, my God. That'd be that's sad. horrible. I, would, I feel like people would be, like, at a concert taking notes. And then they would write up a magazine and send it in the mail. For real. We would need that. We'd all have to get subscriptions. That's what we could have done. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't be a podcast. We'd be a freaking magazine subscription. Zine. Yes. (laughs) Um, um, Okay, so Liam News. We're hitting all the boys today, except Zane. Um, Liam News is that he announced that his album's going to be out next January. So we were thinking that it might come this fall, but then we hadn't really heard much news. I was thinking it could still come in in November at some point, Um, but it seems like it's not going to be out until January, which um, I think is an interesting time because you kind of miss the uh, sort of like Christmas time buzz, Mm. but it must mean that it really wasn't going to be ready in time. Um. So and and then Louis is also planning on his coming out early next year. He's now he's now said that before he was kind of saying, oh maybe end of this year, early next year, and now he's moved towards saying early next year. So I don't know when those ones are gonna like Liam said January. We'll see if Louis is also in January or maybe a little bit later. I hope I hope there's some distance between them to spread it out a little bit more because you know once we get like whoever is last we're probably not going to get another album for a while, you know, like when will the next boys album be out? Like they're all going to be touring a lot. So it's going to be a while before we get another album from any of them. Um, so well, spreading it out. after there. Well, actually Zane, I feel like we'll probably be early next year too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll get Zane's, but I guess like, I, I don't know. I might be more, it's an, it's just not the same once they've all had their first solo albums out, you know, yeah. I guess I guess I'd be looking forward to Harry's next album whenever that would be. Perhaps mm-hmm. next fall, but I just don't know how that would happen. 
because he's going to be touring so much. So mm-hmm. we will see. Um, <clears throat> but he also said it's about 10 songs, and then the special edition will have maybe a couple more. Or, like, different special editions, deluxe, and then perhaps a Target or whatever are going to have more. Wow. Like, what? People are what loving is, 10 albums. What is this albums. 10 song thing? I hate it. No one wants that. Like, what is that about? Stop it, you guys. Uh, it's just, like, <laughs> disappointing that, like, when One Direction came, it was, like, 18 songs. And I'm like, I could go for 38 and still not be quenched. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I understand that it's one person and, like, it's harder to generate content with, like, one person as opposed to five or four yeah but i mean but people have done it ed sheeran gave us a big like 15 or so song album like songs on his like find a way to make it happen yeah i i don't know what this i feel like it's like the new wave is like it is doing that and i'm not really having it me either minimalism man it's dumb don't do that um but whatever you know live your dream or i suppose not my dream um he also said in terms of the title uh quote it came from the fans and it's quite old school so i had a little think about what that meant um and i came up directions greatest hits (laughs) literally these are the titles that i came up with okay Um, i can't wait daddy direction snake (laughs) habitat turn around Afraid oh of God, sexual, <laughs> sexual too. <laughs> Good. Afraid of spoons. Right. New direction. Right. And big paino. So okay. I just do you have any that are coming to your mind that are from the fans and quite old school? Like what what the hell does that mean, Liam? What does he mean quite old school? Because like that could mean like eighties or that could mean two thousand twelve. But like <laughs> if it means from the fans, I'm just like is it like why am I thinking that it's gonna be like one of those like really insane like one of the first mentions that they get, like the really insane, weirdly sexual ones? Um, like that Which? is the title. Like, you know Which? if you like look on any of the boys' tweets, like the one of the first uh, like always replies are like choke me uh, with your yeah. <laughs> it's just like crazy stuff it's like choke me with your snake habitat and turn me around um, no. yeah I don't think it's going to be that but I'm also intrigued to see if it's like Big Pano's greatest tune I don't know <laughs> so I, that's old school and like One Direction old school like, I mean everything yeah it would be it would be quite something. Maybe maybe he'll go for one of the names that One Direction like the band names that they decided to reject before oh. One Direction. Like what was the one that Liam's dad wanted? Wasn't it like Wasn't some it really something like edition something like new edition? Yeah, something weird. I don't know. I've taken so many of those like quizzes. That's like what's like the um the the names of One Direction that they almost named themselves. So like I've definitely like. It's uh, all unreal now. That, like, yeah, it just like kind of all melded together. Yeah. So we'll see what that turns into. I don't really know yeah. what this means. I'm but... excited though. That makes me more excited for it. I can't wait to see if it's like ridiculous. Yeah. Is gonna be, like, is it gonna be cheesy? Like, I feel like I just... Liam's gonna give us something cheesy. <laughs> I 
kind of feel like I, I mean if he doesn't take himself too seriously then I would be okay with it but if he was like if he like legitimately comes out and says like daddy directions <laughs> baby making tunes like I don't know how no I mean he did say he didn't want something it called like insatiable or lightning so like at least he's not going down that path he was okay, like that would so... be too weird so it's, yeah. he's got enough sense not to do something like that. Okay, but well, that's good. But I still don't know what it means. I I just don't know. But we will see. I'm excited to have, like, a lead-up to an album like that. Because, like, with Niles, it's not so much a lead-up. It's, like, it's just, like, kind of coming along. But, like, with Harry's, it was such an intense lead-up. So maybe we'll have, like, a fun lead-up where we, like, get to guess the title of the album or like the big title announcement is like exciting because Niall just yeah, sort of like fun. said it in a concert was like oh this is the name of my album and we're like <laughs> oh um, so but yeah excited for that coming out in January it gives us some nice space I guess between Niall's album and then I mean it's a couple of months we'll have to wait but yeah January is an okay time all right, moving on to our main discussion, which of course is Just Like You, um, Louis' new song that he released literally out of nowhere because he wanted uh, to, yeah. and it's amazing. Um, on Twitter, he said, so I wrote a song called Just Like You a few months ago. After a few conversations with the label, I told them I wanted to release it. My next single will be later this year, but I wanted to share this with you now. This is for you lot. Uh, hashtag just like you. This is one of my favorites from the album. Conceptually, I think it sums me up. This song is for you. Like, honestly, why are we so, like, like blessed, blessed. with this human being on this earth? Like, uh, just Beats literally. Me. I feel like it just came at, like, the right time. Like, and, and the fact that Louis just, like, wants to release this, so you just know he's like, it's one of those things that you think is so awesome. Like, you know when you do something, like, you write something really creative, or, you, like, you make something that's really cool, or you find something out, and you just want to share it with everyone? I feel like yeah. this is what Louis like. He's, like, a little kid that, like, drew a painting and, like, has to show everyone and, like, wants to show everyone. He can't, like, hold on to it. He can't be patient. And thank it. God, because we are the ones who get to listen to this and, like, enjoy it. I'm just so happy yeah. about it. Um, I feel he, like because he tweeted, um, like, hashtag just like you, like, or or just tweeted the words just like you a few weeks ago, maybe. And I was mm -hmm. like, oh, I feel like Louis is going to leak his own song. Yeah. Or I feel like he, like, kind of, it seemed like he was, like, fighting with the record label and being yeah. like, no, I'm doing this. Like, it doesn't yeah. seem like they really wanted to do it. But I'm just like, I love that he kind of is just like, no, I'm doing my own thing. Like, screw yeah. you. Like, this is what I want. And, like, I could see him tweeting that, like, kind of as, like, an F you to, like, his record <laughs> label. And, like, I don't know. Um, I'm glad he did it through official channels so he doesn't, like, completely, like, destroy his relationship with them. But I also yeah. kind of can see that he just wanted to leak it himself. <laughs> It's like Harry P playing Kiwi twice to prove to them that it should be the next single. I love like, it, yeah. Like, it's so great. <clears throat> it's like, let's get the fans on board and prove it to them. Um, yeah. So I'm really happy about this. He also talked about um, what the song sort of meant to him in an Apple Music interview that I watched the whole thing. It was like about five minutes, but there was a one-minute clip um, that he said uh, what I have 
quoted here, um, and that that clip's like just on Apple Music, any like Apple Music Twitter. You can just watch the one minute clip. <clears throat> you don't have to have Apple Music. But he said the fans have been have seen so much and got to know us so well. I've never got the chance to be as honest like that. Uh, like that with music. I've read a lot of press stories about myself in the press, and everyone naturally puts the spin on fame and celebrity, and I kind of just wanted to show the other side of it. I've kind of struggled with the concept of fame. It's hard for anyone to get their head around. It was important for me to write a song that could humanize me as much as possible, that the fans could really feel like I was just like them, honest and vulnerable and real. Um, And I feel like he totally did all of that. And I love Mm -hmm. that that's his mindset going in. I mean, we've talked about sort of like how each of the boys have approached songwriting and Louie has definitely approached it with the idea of the fans being a huge part of the reason why he's making the album, which Mm -hmm. I think comes through both like in his interviews and in the actual music he makes and the lyrics that he has and the fact that, you know, you, the subject of the song is the fans and the fandom, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, he also said a lyric music video is coming soon, and that might mean that we're going to get an actual music video. I don't really know. Ooh. What do you think? Um, I don't know. We've been burned before, man. We still haven't gotten I know. two ghosts. Um, oh, two ghosts, slow hands. Uh, the freaking I was thinking what's about it called? It infinity and... video. <laughs> oh, baby, we're never getting that, and we're all going to still be bitter into our late 80s. But... Um, I was thinking, I don't know if I've said this already, um, but I feel like um, Two Ghosts actually would have been great on Friday the 13th. Drop a video of Harry going ghost hunting. Um, That would be so good. Like Ghostbuster style, bring what's-her-name from SNL into it. Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon (laughs) and Harry Styles ghost hunting. (laughs) Oh, my God, please. Or you could just make it Ghostbusters. Yeah. Like, spinoff of them, too. Oh, my God, I'm going to cry. Oh, no. This, <laughs> this would be so good. Can this be the next movie that Harry does? Please. It's screw the second Apple Music documentary that is apparently coming out at some point. Haven't heard much about it since the time I mean, we talked about it still give me that, before. too, but... I know, but honestly, I'd rather have him and Kate McKinnon going ghost hunting. Oh, my God, please. I hate when we have such good ideas that I know, I know. will never happen because, like, I it really know. hurts my soul. Because I'm just like, why wouldn't this happen? Like, why couldn't it? No, stupid. Stupid. I'm going to work my way up the ranks, and I'm going to become a person that is, I don't know, creates music videos, and I'm going to say what we really want in a music video, and that's that. Do it. <sighs> what were we saying? <laughs> oh, yeah, Louie's music video. Oh, no, you were talking about Harry and Two Ghosts and Friday the 13th. Yeah, or Halloween. Or Halloween, yeah. I, honestly, I mean, Two Ghosts could have been, I think that could have been Harry's most successful single. And they, he didn't promote it, and he didn't do a music video. I'm like, what is that about, Harry? This literally, that was his chance to get radio play. Like, as if Kiwi is going to get that much radio play, like, at least in the U.S., like in in London, in like England, I feel like they, you know, support their own quite well. But like Two Ghosts is like a song that would fit on the radio in the U.S. I know. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know why. We just don't know. Nope. 
But, uh, yeah, I don't know if we'll get, I, I feel like it could be cool, like, to just have one where he's, like, singing in a room with fans, and that would be, like, the music video. So it's not, like, some big high production thing, but it's, like, the fans and him singing along. Like, kind of like with Liam's, where you got to hear some fans singing the song. Like, I could mm. see something like that. <clears throat> I think it would be cool. Um, but, yeah, this song was written by Louie, obviously, Burns, who's, like, this DJ dude, and Jesse Thomas, who I didn't look up. <laughs> um, but I feel like it's so interesting, even when you see that it's written by three people, that you can tell so much that it's, like, really, really coming from Louie. Um, I think with One Direction's music, because they were writing as a group, and, like, and they would write in big groups of, like, five songwriters. You couldn't really tell who was writing what lyrics and, like, what parts actually came from each boy. But, like, with this, you can totally tell that, like, certain things are straight from Louis, and it's, like, from his own mind, and it's his brainchild or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like his writing style is very um, clear here, uh, which yeah. I really, really love. Um, what did you think of the song when you first heard it? I really liked it. I just feel like Louis' music, more so than any one of the boys so far, is, like, filling the hole that One Direction left in my heart. Absolutely. Um, because it is pretty poppy, you know, and I, I appreciate it. And I feel like, um, you know, I we talk about all the time on this show how we're like, oh, like, I wish it was, like, less electronic and I wish it was more instrument-based, but I, like, actually really like um, the sort of techno, not techno-y, but, like, sort of synth vibe, synth pop yeah. vibe that Louis It's done has. well. It's done, it's it's done like, very well. It's done because very it's well. Because his, his voice still shines through, and his yeah. voice is beautiful, and, oh, my God, the way he says through or through is just Everything so about the accent is amazing. I know. And, like, that's, like, how... You know, I feel like these two songs are like showing how to d- use synths well and yeah. like not make it over electronic and, m- and maintain the integrity of his voice, but also like keep it pop um, and sort of like keep up with like kind of like the pop um, trends, I guess, but like without mm-hmm. making it freaking like dubstep or EDM, which is two genres that I don't love and I just like feel like is um, kind of taking over the internet, uh, the radio recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. I feel like it's that was one of our biggest complaints with One Direction, but when I hear Louis' music, I don't have that complaint. Like, I feel like he's sitting in the style of music really well, whereas with One Direction, it kind of felt overdone a lot of times, or, uh, like, it took away from their voices the way it was produced. But I feel with, like, mm-hmm. Louis, it just, like, adds this really intense power to the songs. Um, and just, like, feels cool and sits just really solidly in the genre. Um, and, and as you were saying, like, I feel like Louis really, both musically, but also just, like, the way he's acting in, like, interviews and on Twitter, he has the spirit of One Direction more so yeah. than I've seen the other solo boys have. And, like, that's not, a like, a negative thing to the other boys, but Louis really keeping that, like, one Direction spirit of, like, the fans, and, like, we're a family, and we're a team, and, like, 
you know, all that type of stuff really alive. So I feel like that too adds to it. Not only that his music sounds similar, most similar to One Direction stuff, but also that he's, you know, interacting, interacting with the fans all the time online and, uh, you know, just speaks so highly of the fandom and is being super honest and open in interviews. I think it's like bringing back almost like 2013 One Direction fandom, you know? Mm. It's like a good time. Yeah, I feel that. Um, also, this doesn't relate just to Back to You, <laughs> um, but Louis was saying when he was trying to write for the album, um, uh, this was in the Apple Music interview, he was saying that he wanted to, like, go and see what other, like, writers and people were out there to write with, and, like, he did it for a little bit in L.A., but he ended up finding it quite hard to do that, and he sort of just, like, went right back to his Julian Bonetta, Jamie Scott, John Ryan, and, like, felt most comfortable with them, and, like, it was, so, like, he is actually writing with the guys from One mm. Direction, too. We know Niall did, Harry didn't, um, but, like, <clears throat> that, too, shows sort of the connections of that One Direction thing. He's actually felt more comfortable going back and writing with the people that he'd been writing with, which was totally, like, I totally understand. Writing with new people and, like, opening up to new people who don't know you would be a lot harder than yeah. people you know. <clears throat> um, okay, let's get into the lyrical analysis of this song. Um, obviously the title, Just Like You, um, we've noted before that he's now put out songs back to you, and we know he has a song called um, <clears throat> Always You, and now we have Just Like You, and we were talking about this last time, if it's going to be a trend with all the yous, um, but uh, I, think, I think I like this title. I mean, we know the you is the, the subject is us the fans he's confirmed that on twitter so like having the just like you is a is a powerful title because it has meaning in itself what do you think of the title yeah i mean it's straightforward um <laughs> but i think that's like kind of louis style and i appreciate that yeah i agree um okay so the first verse is it's the guy from the one band cigarette in my left hand Hold whole world in my right hand, 25, and it's all planned. Night out, and it's 10 grand. Headlines that I can't stand. Um, and it starts with this, like, weird squelchy water sound that it's, like, I don't know if it's, like, sound of water, like, pouring or sweet. Like, I don't know how they do that, but it's weird and kind of cool, and it, like, goes through the song a bit somewhat. Did you, what did you think of that sound? <clears throat> um, I'm not sure what you're talking about. I'm definitely going to have to go back and listen to that. <laughs> yeah, you, you have to. It's, like, very quiet and subtle, but there's, huh. like, this weird water sound. I don't know how to describe it. It's interesting. I like. I liked it, though. I was, like, interesting. Um, okay. But just, like, <clears throat> right away, Louis' voice sounds so good, and, 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 like, it is so, like, it's not overproduced. Like, it really sounds like his voice. You can hear the rasp to it. I feel like it's also in such a good range for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way that it sort of has a talky feel to it goes really well, like, with his voice. Um, <clears throat> especially with these opening lines where they're kind of like these, you know, like like one-off statements that all 
have rhyming at the end that matches. Um, uh, I really like the talky feel to it and his the way his voice sounds. And then you and then as well, the lyrics are very like straightforward and like descriptive and personal, which I love in this first verse. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, guy from the one band. So I love how that's framed as if it's like some passing person like being like, oh, it's that guy from that band, One Direction. Um, like as if someone doesn't really know the know him personally. It's like just the mm-hmm. person you see from the band. Um, also, the fact that Louis has said um, that he doesn't feel like he was the most memorable in One Direction or the one that people know. So like instead, mm-hmm. like Harry would be like, oh, Harry Styles where people think he's sort of, like, the leader of the band if they don't really know One Direction that well. Um, Mm -hmm. So I feel like that gets played into this as well. Um, And then Cigarette in my left hand. I thought it was interesting that, like, the, like, perspective changes there because then it's Louie talking. Um, And I thought for this one it's, like, this is almost how, like, when you, you know when you, like, picture who you are as a person and you see yourself wearing, like, certain clothes or doing certain things and being, like, this is your essence, like, mm-hmm. it's almost like Louis seeing himself as, like, cigarette in my left hand, like, <clears throat> now, I don't know, I was thinking that could either be, like, him in, like, a press shot, like, you know, someone saw a picture of him and, and you know, he was holding a cigarette. And they're like, oh, that's the guy from the band. Or that's sort of just how he, like, sort of in essence sees himself. Like, because that's mm-hmm. his, like, comfort zone. What What did you think of, I guess, those first two lines? Um, I definitely feel like he is, like, <laughs> trying to see how other people see him. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like, the cigarette in my left hand is sort of more... Um, I mean, that's also, like, a visual thing. Um, you don't have to, like, know him personally to see that he smokes I guess and like yeah. see pictures of that but also like that's something um <clears throat> I don't know this seemed, this line seemed more personal to me like it's like because it's him talking about himself like my left hand yeah um so it's not him talking about what he thinks other people see him as it's like him talking directly about himself in like a tangible way when the uh, when the first line I really oh, man I love this whole verse I just feel like so syncopation is so cool I love mm-hmm. that all of the like last words rhyme so it's like very like waterfally it's like kind of overwhelming yeah um, which I feel like you know gets the point across about fame which I think that he also is framing himself in terms of his fame because he's saying like mm-hmm. oh it's the guy from that one band so it's like people literally only know him because of like what he's associated with it's not like him as a person I think that like fame is very um you know anonymizing is that a word and uh, it like makes you anonymous (laughs) well it is now baby (laughs) um but like I think that like fame is uh it just kind of like whitewashes everyone into like you know just a celebrity um Mm -hmm. and I think that like that would even make you more anonymous if you're like a part of a group while being famous because it's not just like if they know you they know who you're you are it's that you Mm -hmm. they know your group and they vaguely know who you are so there's like even more levels of fame to um to be a barrier between like the person knowing like a member of the public knowing you and like I don't know um yeah I just I just really love it yeah it's so (sighs) so good and then you have that comparison of the the cigarette in my left hand and then the whole world in my right hand. And again, you get that like 
that idea that, you know, if you're famous, and, and not only if you're famous, but the fact that he had the whole world in his hands, sort of, like he had all these incredible opportunities. And I love that comparison of the cigarette to the whole world. I think it's really interesting. Um, and it's sort of taking that, like, phrase that we all know about holding the world in your hand. Like, you have the whole world right there in front of you and, like, twisting it a bit with the comparison of the cigarette um, and then the whole world. I just, I like that a lot. And it's like, while Louis says he doesn't do, like, this intricate wordplay metaphor like, trying to be something that's too fancy, like, it doesn't mean his songwriting isn't strong. It's just, like, yeah. more, you know, straightforward, but there's still so many interesting things to it, and it's so honest that it strikes you in a different way than, like, you know, an Ed Sheeran pretty metaphor would hit you, um, but like not not any weaker, just in a different way. <clears throat> um, yeah, and also um, the the that line sort of almost sits with me as almost being a little not bitter, but a little bit mm. bitingly sarcastic because um, it it sits with me two ways. Like one, it's like him sort of reminding himself like what he has and like the opportunity he has because like from going to the first line, someone just calling him the guy from the one band and just kind of, like, dismissing him. And he knows that he has so many opportunities and, like, so yeah. much going for him. <laughs> so that's, like, kind of him um, reassuring himself. But then the next line, talking about 25 and it's all planned, that doesn't seem like a good thing to me. That doesn't seem like what Louis wants, really. Yeah. I feel like Louis kind of is more uh, kind of go with the flow, kind of just, like, see where he takes it. Like, you know, um, mm-hmm. doesn't, like things other people telling him what to do so I it seems like almost like yeah he has it all planned out but or like other people have it all planned out for him um but he isn't sure if that's what he wants um so I guess like the whole world thing because it could seem like positive but the next line makes it seem a little bit not as positive as it may seem at first yeah especially because like this verse could be that like press shot you know like the press talking about it where it's like oh he had the whole world in his hand like they have everything sort of like a negative spin of like he's that guy from the band who has everything he could possibly want like everything's planned out he has all the money he doesn't need to worry about anything and like Mm -hmm. and then it like later on in the song like sort of flips that a bit um yeah 25 and it's all planned what did i have to say yeah, like, that's what people see and assume, but, like, that's not what he wants, or, like, he didn't necessarily want it to be planned out, or it isn't planned out, people just think it is, or, like, he isn't as stable as he, like, people think he might be. Um, yeah. And then Night Out and it's 10 grand, which to me is, like, uh, you know, they had an expensive night out, and it probably does cost a lot of money when the boys go out, both, like, with security and the things they do, and it's expensive, um, and then headlines that I can't stand, like, the headlines, obviously, in the newspaper, and I feel like Louis, Louis has gotten a bad set of headlines, like, out of all the boys, he definitely, like, gets a lot of bad headlines, uh, which sucks. Um, and also, like, um, I feel like he's gotten, like, a lot of bad headlines for doing things that are, like, normal for his age, like, going exactly. out to, like, a club or, like, a party, you know what I mean? Like, it's, like, crazy <clears throat> think about uh, how the headlines would portray you for doing normal things, mm-hmm. uh, like, about being a 22-year-old person, you know Cried what I mean? Cried in just, like, bedroom so bizarre. alone. <laughs> <laughs> 
Me, honestly. <laughs> Me. Wow. Um, what was I going to say? I also can't imagine, like, it just, like, this kind of thing is crazy, um, which I guess makes sense in the context of the song, but also not really, because Night Out and it's 10 grand. Like, could you imagine having, being at a place where 10 grand is nothing and it just could be one night? Or also he could get $10, $10, me, <laughs> I wish, um, 10, 10 grand, like, for going um, to a party, because sometimes, like, people pay oh, you to, like, yeah, go to things. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, like, either way. It's crazy. Just, like, that amount of money can, like, either get out of your pocket or get into your pocket in one and night. And it doesn't make a difference, and it's, like, not it's, a big deal. Like, 10 grand, um, I can't even fathom having that amount of money um, at one time or even in my life. But, you know. Anyway, um, so I just feel like, this also distances us from him because mm. uh, I think the average human being doesn't have a 10 grand night out ever. Never, ever. <laughs> um, um, I get stressed when I pay $10 for a night out. Um, but yeah, so I mean, this like kind of distances himself. So like he's he's trying to do two things. Like he's trying trying to talk about the realities of fame, but also he's talking about like the more emotional aspects because he like, mm. he realizes that it's like while we are similar, like him and the fans, like emotionally we can be similar. There are so many differences in, in yeah. like like he recognizes that, and I appreciate that. He's not like everything's exactly the same because obviously it's not. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Um, cause it, it, he, he does need to point out that it's like, it's not as though we have the same exact experiences. It's that like the emotions are the same and that we're all human and we feel the same things, no matter like what, like the actual sort of surface level things we're going through. Like we still emote the same way, I guess. True. Um, anything else about this? Just what a great way to start a song, honestly. I know because I w- I waited until um it came out officially on Spotify for me till midnight. Um, mm-hmm. but like I know that um the lyrics were going around and I read the first like three lines about the you know up until whole world in my right hand. Um, yeah. Before I I before I listened to the song and I was just like blown away. I was like, oh my god, this song is gonna be good. I'm so yes. stoked. Like it was just a strong opener and it's such a strong opener it's like very louie and it's like Mm -hmm. i feel like this is exactly the kind of thing that's like it this is similar to um history or Mm -hmm. you know the the breakdown in history or other songs um but it has it's very personal to louie and i feel like it is better lyrically than history because it's just him and yeah he knows how to put his he like knows that he can write just for himself Mm -hmm. um which I feel like the boys kind of had um I don't know difficulties like kind of wrapping their mind around that they don't have to like all literally same thing you know what I mean yeah Yeah. so that's why this is stronger (laughs) in a lot of ways yeah I so so agree and like right away we get like those sort of very physical visuals where you can see it and you can see Louie in it uh which like didn't happen with One Direction's music all the time. Like, there were moments that were definitely, like, I feel like even Louis' songwriting, like, I think about, um, what's it called? 
uh, 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 Love You Goodbye has some very, like, physical visual moments where you can, like, picture a scene happening. And, like, this one, too, like, Cigarette in My Left Hand, that's a very, like, concrete thing you can imagine. Um, and it's very Louie, too. It's so Louie, and it's so, like, uh, like human, I guess, mm-hmm. rather than I mean, sort of, like... I don't smoke, kids. No, so don't smoke. To you. Definitely not. Um, it's not, like, some grandiose, like, metaphor that you, you're sort of, like, grasping at. It's, like, this is a hand, there's cigarette, there's smoke, like... Yeah. I don't know. It's very concrete, which I like. Yeah. Um... All right, moving on after we've spent like 20 minutes on the first little bit, oh, moving God. on to the next little bit. Um, but you only get half of the story, the cash and the cars and the glory. No sleep and we party till morning because nobody cares when you're boring. Oh, another uh, strong part of the song. Louie, I really, oh my God, I like <laughs> had a fantasy the other day of like having Louie on our podcast. It would be incredible. Like, he just, like, kind of sometimes he seems like he goes through his, like, indirects on Twitter or, like, his, like, you know, he messages people on Twitter. And I just feel mm-hmm. like if he saw us, I feel like he'd be down to come on the podcast. He would be down. We need to start tweeting at him. Yeah, I, I mean, I just, you know, if James Corden, you know, one time retweeted us, I believe mm-hmm. that we could get Louis to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, okay, so good. I love the, the, like, long, vowel sounds of you only get half of the story, especially the cash and the cars and the glory. Like, yes. the, the way he says glory is, like, I think maybe the my, one of my favorite parts <laughs> of this entire song. Yeah, the accent is unreal. I, I, I love so good. that he's kept his British accent. On X Factor, Simon says that to, like, singers. He's like, I can tell you've listened to American singers because your accent's like, not showing through. Like, you need to keep your accent. And Louis so keeps his accent, which is so nice. Yeah. Like, it makes it that much better. It's wonderful. It makes it so distinct. I just feel like, I don't know, he just, like, really, like, people are going to be able to, like, tell it's him. Like, even if, um, like, when he gets more radio play. I just feel mm-hmm. like a lot of artists these days kind of sound similar. But I feel like yeah. Louis has a very distinct voice. And, like, his accent is part of that. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, what else did you like about this? <clears throat> okay, see. Uh, maybe I shouldn't do this. Okay, I'm going to do it. Um, I feel <laughs> like, um, so we always talk about, like, okay, it's boring when you talk about partying and blah, blah, blah. But the addition of the line, because nobody cares when you're boring, solidified this as just being a very strong uh, lyric to- for me because – um he's acknowledging like the sad and like you know kind of dark mm-hmm. side of celebrity that like you have to kind of destroy yourself to be interesting and to maintain in the headlines um and it kind of it you know like i'm thinking Liam's songs i feel like he only talks about like the good parts of like partying and just being yeah. like out and like you know being out in the club and like how fun that is but like okay we get it you know clubs are fun but i like <laughs> But I like the dark stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, and I really like the because nobody cares when you're boring. It's so it's so simple, but I think Louis is, like, very good at simplistic lines that get a lot across. Because yeah. this just says so much, and it's so heartbreaking because it just, like, makes it – because, like, 
okay, no sleep and we party till morning. You know, that's a dime a dozen. And also when you hear that, you're like, oh, that's so fun. Like, I wish I could be a celebrity and like, you know, do that. But then like the next one, it's like, oh, that's horrifying. Like, Mm -hmm. I would not want that. Um, And it's just like, I love the um, juxtaposition of like a really overused sort of line to, um, and then like underscoring it with like a dark, like celebrity, you know, truth. Yeah, it really hits you. It like really strikes hard there at the end of that bit. You're like brought back to reality a little bit. Um, yeah. And like I see that line too as like both uh, like the press doesn't write about you when you're doing the mundane things because no one wants to read about that. But then also, as you said, like, um, like you have to do that type of stuff to stay relevant and there's this pressure to do that in order to like be up in the news so like it's that kind of negative side um but also like you're only getting half the story because there is all the other mundane and sad and like whatever stuff that you're just not reading underneath it as well Mm -hmm. Um, you only get the cash and the cars and the glory which reminded me very much of the line about imperfect that's like the champagne mm-hmm. and the you know whatever it is the planes and champagne and all that type I of stuff that was in history. <laughs> oh maybe it's in history <laughs> yeah <laughs> history that's the one what is what do they say in perfect well, they talk about hotel rooms and trashing yeah. hotel rooms and whatever i know the hell. yeah those things that like that breakdown should be imperfect it makes like it feels like it makes sense but no it's yeah. in history yeah. yeah good good that there's two of us here also, um, I feel like glory is such a strong word. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I just feel like glory is not something I would associate with, like, celebrityism. Because that's such, like, a... I mean, I associate that with, like, I don't know, like, uh, Spartans or something. Um, <laughs> you know, like, something, like, yeah. ancient and, like, regal or, like, just, like, battle. But I really like that use of the word there because it's, like, mm-hmm. it's, like, the highest of the high. And also, yeah. it sounds so good when he sings it. And, like, story and glory... I think, mm-hmm. like, the elongation of those vowels, just, like, it sounds very, very good. I don't remember what they call when you use a lot of vowels in, like, one. Assonance? Yeah. I think it, like, it really is strong here, and I love yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. And I like, like, we talk about the rhyming at the end, and a lot of times I find that rhyming is, like, done in order just to keep the rhyme. We've seen that in mm-hmm. some One Direction songs. I think we talk about it when we talk about maybe strip that down. Um but, like, I think Louis' rhymes are really strong in this song. And, like, the fact that he was able to do it in the previous verse with, like, band, hand, hand, plan, grand, stand, like, to find words that were not just throwaway words, that were yeah. words that rhymed and, like, were all important is notable. Like, story, glory, mourning, and boring. Like, they're not throwaway. They have a place there, which is, like, a testament to his songwriting. Yeah, so. that's an important thing when you're going to do simplistic <clears throat> lyrics. Everything has to be important. Like, every mm-hmm. single word you choose has to be chosen for a reason. You can't have any throwaway lines. Yeah. Um, and I feel like even if the rhyming is simplistic, um, they are very good lines each by themselves. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I just think he does a great job. I just think that he knows his strengths, and I'm glad that he is embracing, like, the simplistic but deep and personal um type of songwriting because i just think he's really nailing it Mm -hmm. 
I wish we could present this to Louis and be like, we love you. Here you go. I know. <laughs> Louis, this. listen to this podcast. <laughs> Seriously. <clears throat> um, okay, now we get into the chorus, which is, I'm just like you, even though my problems look nothing like yours do. Yeah, I get sad too. And when I'm down, I need somebody to talk to. Yeah, I feel the same as you would do. That's definitely wrong. As you do. Same stress, same uh, ship, but it's the swear word, um, to go through. <laughs> I'm just like you if you only knew. Um, so this is like a chill, mid-tempo chorus. Um and, like, I feel like just these lyrics and, and the other lyrics we've discussed, it just, like, it's like he's just talking to us. It's like he's mm-hmm. just, like, I'm just, I'm just like you. Like, he's talking to the fans. The you he said is the fans. Like, he's just, like, n- like other people. And he's like, yeah, I get sad, too. Like, it's very, like, conversational, but in a way that works really well. Um, and I feel like he's pretty much just saying, like, you know, we might have those different problems, like, you know, as, as we said in the beginning, like, he acknowledged that there's different problems that we have, and, like, while they might not look the same, like, at the core, we are the same. Um, and I thought what was most important to note about, like, the chorus and just the song in general is that Louis is talking about emotions and being sad, and it it, it being okay to, to be sad and saying like he needs somebody to talk to, which is so important because yes. in our patriarchal society, people, people, men and boys specifically are told that they're not allowed to have emotions and they're not allowed to cry and they're not allowed to need someone to lean on. And Louis like, screw that. We all get sad. Like I'm emotional. I'm vulnerable. Um, and I just think like sort of from that, like, mental health perspective it is Mm. really important that he's singing about these things and i think it's so cool and i'm so happy that he is singing about this Um, that's so true wow i didn't even think about that that is incredible and like the fact that he talked about needing someone to talk to yeah like that especially (laughs) is super super important um dan um howell who is well, actually, he changed his name, so he's not Dan is not on fire anymore um, on YouTube. But he just recently did a video for World Mental Health Day, talking about his experience with with depression and getting help and talking to a counselor, which just made me incredibly proud. And I just am am really happy. I I you know get excited when anyone talks about mental health. Um, who um, I mean anyone, and especially like if you're in the public eye, but also especially when male celebrities do it. Um, I think that's super important to see, um, that, like, you know, for men and boys to see that they can get help. Because um, mm-hmm. I know that there's just, there's so many, um, you know, men with mental health um, problems that they don't, they go untreated um, because they feel ashamed to get help and they definitely should not mm-hmm. feel ashamed. And now freaking Louis out here singing about it and singing about being sad and singing about needing like to talk to someone and it's beautiful and I really love it. And it, it, it does, it's like, it's just him being honest. It's just him being vulnerable and talking about himself. It's not like it doesn't, it's not like this like contrived thing. He's literally just being like, this is what I've been through. Like I've felt these things and I know you feel these things too. And like, 
we we all feel sad and we all like go through emotional times and we're the same in those ways and like even though our problems might not look exactly the same we have the same vulnerabilities and like we we get sad in the same way and we feel emotions in the same way um <clears throat> and like I, I lo- the first time oh go ahead no no you go ahead okay the first time i listened to this i thought the line was yeah, I get tattooed when I'm down and I need somebody to talk to, which I actually really like. And I thought that was, like, I honestly kind of wish that was the lyric because, like, the thought of, like, him going to, like, a tattoo artist, like, if he needed someone to talk to, like, was so sad and, like, just broke my heart and, like, kind of beautiful. Um, I don't know. I kind of wish it was that lyric because I think that was, like, a very specific image. And I think that kind of, like, I don't know. I feel like the chorus is um, one of the weaker spots for this, uh, for me in this song um just mm. because I feel like everything else is so specific and it's like um showing and not telling but then in the chorus it's very much telling and not showing which um mm. I don't know I think he wanted it to be like that because I think he really wanted to just get it across yeah. um but also I feel like the rest of the song is so well done lyrically um to have it kind of be overly simplistic because I feel like the simplistic lyrics have its have its place and like he does it so well like the Mm -hmm. verses um I don't know I feel like uh it's almost like his thesis statement or something yeah Um, it does feel like that but I I just feel like I don't know I feel like he like I don't know I just wish it was like worded a little bit differently but I do also Mm. appreciate like the conversational style yeah um, and him just being very open about his emotions because that's Mm -hmm. also hard to do yeah, because I, I do like the way he says, says like, same stress, same shift to go through. Because, like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's something that I've said a million times. Like, I'm, like, you know, you have stressful stuff and you have, like, other stuff. Um, and I feel like it's something that you can, I mean, I feel like that's very, like, we're not playing it up. We're just talking. Like, I'm just being, like, this is sucky and this is hard or, like, yeah. I don't know like emotional but yeah I'd say yeah this is definitely more showy than uh or I mean like sort of it's not as uh like interesting oriented yeah detail oriented I would say but I I do really like the line of I get sad too and when I'm down I need somebody to talk to like that's one of my favorite lines um even if it's like more plain I guess yeah um And then, what else do I have? Oh, he swears. So he says S-H-I-T, and he sweared, he has sworn in a number of his songs. Um, And I I just just like the way he uses swears in his songs, to be honest. So I just wanted to point that out. I feel like, I feel like he uses them in ways that are needed. And um, I feel like in this song, because like, while it's a song about, um, like, being just, like, fans, I feel like it's also a song about, like, you know, going through tough times and, like, dealing with sucky stuff and hard stuff, um, as much as it is, as it is about, like, trying to be relatable to fans, and I feel like swears get those emotions across a lot, uh, yeah, like, well, I guess, I don't know. 
Yeah, I agree. I think it, like, always just seems organic when Louis does it. It just makes mm-hmm. sense to me. Like, it me just, too. like, it, it definitely adds to the conversational feel and just, like, mm-hmm. yeah, very relatable. And, like, um, especially in this, it's just, like, a part of a sentence. You know what I mean? It's uh-huh. not, it's not even, like, he's swearing at something. It's just, like, using it instead of the word stuff. And mm-hmm. I think that it is a lot better than using the word stuff. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Because sometimes it's stuff, but then sometimes it's, Shit. Ish. <laughs> um, and then if you only knew, so so this line is him saying like to the fans, like if you only knew like that we were the same, I guess. Um, and the thing is, I think like I think we somewhat do know. I feel like with what I feel like how Louis it presents himself as a solo artist and how honest he's been in interviews. I feel like we really are sort of getting the sense of what he's trying to tell us, you know? It's not it's not like I see this big wall up between celebrity Louie and like mm-hmm. fan Caitlin. I feel like it's so, it's definitely not like that. And maybe it was more so like that in One Direction, but like and maybe that's how it is maybe like say Harry where he still seems like this like far away enigma creature. But I think Louis makes it very, you know, those walls are down and it feels very close. Like I was watching the Apple Music interview, that, the five minute one, and he's literally like sitting at a desk in his house because you can see some of his awards on the shelf. But it, it like it doesn't look super fancy or anything. Like I'm sure it's in a really fancy house, but like it doesn't look like from the perspective you're seeing it, he just looks like some college dude at his desk, like, and then there's some awards there, but, like, it's, like, him sitting, like, in a hoodie or something on, like, a sort of crackly, you know, computer screen. Uh, It just, like, felt like you were right there. It felt very normal. It felt like you were almost, like, Skyping him or something. Um, Sometimes I forget that Louis like, not our friend. (laughs) I know! I just feel like, out of anyone, I'm just, like, I don't know, I feel like I used to think that about Niall, but I feel like Louis more and more has yeah. just become, like, they both can be, but I just feel like... I know, I was like, Louis are you, like, like my cousin, or, like, my brother? <laughs> like, I know. You, like, can I Skype you? I know, what's, what's your WhatsApp, you know? Literally, it feels that way, which he's created, he's created that, like, that's his doing, because I don't that's feel that way. That's a good image. yeah. It's not the same way about each of the boys, each of the boys. For sure. Thank you, Louis, for being so lovely. Um, Okay, moving on to the next bit, unless you had anything. Nope. Um, If I had it my way, pub lunch every Sunday. Cheap beer and it's okay. I want to lay where she lays. I want to stay in these days. Gonna smoke and it's okay. Oh, oh my god, Woo! everything about this. I can't. Literally, these are the best parts. These talky bits are the best parts. Like, I just, I love the staccato feel to all of this. Me like, too. if I had it my way, pub lunch every Sunday, cheap beers and it's okay, lays, days, okay. Like, it's just, ah, so good. And I feel like he's sticking so true to his roots, and he's always like, I'm mm-hmm. a northern lad. Like, he always says stuff like that, and he just, he it's like, he just, ah, uh, I just like it so much. And again, we have these concrete images, like, mm-hmm. if I had it my way, 
like if he was able to do what he wanted and didn't have to deal with like the celebrity things that he has to do, like, you know, whatever it is, he would have a pub lunch every Sunday, you know, just something cheap beer, like comparing it to the 10,000 grand nights, whatever, 10 grand nights that he talked about earlier. That's not what he wants. He's good with cheap beer and pub lunch, like some casual thing that is so relatable to everyone else. I mean, I'm not British, so I don't know, like, you know, pub lunch, but like, you know, super British. Like, I just feel like, especially like people in England, like probably feel this super, super hard. Like this definitely just feels like something like you grew up with and Mm -hmm. something very nostalgic and like comforting. What would the American equivalent be? <laughs> Walmart mm. Walmart shop day. <laughs> Walmart on Sunday. <laughs> or like, I don't um, know, like going to the movies with the family. I feel like that's McDonald's something I've done. On a Tuesday. <laughs> on a Tuesday. I don't know what a, an American, like, casual pastime is. I guess, like, people watch sports, but I never did that with my family. Like, movie I nights mean, I at think home. That's everywhere. Yeah, game nights it's at American. home. Um, Applebee's suing people. Night. <laughs> I don't know why was Applebee's the one that I was thinking to. I don't know. Applebee's. Oh my god. Applebee's falling at Applebee's and, and suing on a Sunday. Yeah, truly suing in Applebee's. American baseball lawsuits in Applebee's, baby. Woo, America. Uh, and yeah, Budweiser. but I feel like <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like this is just super relatable and very like any any British person or other people could be like I totally get this and like even though I'm not British I totally get it too like yeah just that feel of that you know you know the family or close friends and you're just having a chill time out with them and drinking cheap beer and you know it's just like you're taking a break and you're coming together and just being with good people um it just I like it, and it compares so great to that sort of glamorous party life that he said at the beginning, which was like sort of the the press picture of him, and this is like the mm-hmm. real version of him, and he's showing us the real version of him. Mm-hmm. And I like that cheap beer, and it's okay. Like you just have good people, you're at a pub lunch, and things are okay. Like life is good, and like that's such a simple line, and like it might seem like something that oh, why did you use those words? Was that necessary? But I think it totally is necessary. Like, cheap beer and it's okay. Like, what a cool line. Like, it's, it's, it's like, it's like a good version of a country song. No offense. Yeah. Like Sometimes I like country too, but you know what I mean? Like, I just feel mm-hmm. like it, it sounds better coming from a British person's mouth. It does. Um, um, also, the, the the end of this um, verse says, gonna smoke and it's okay, though. And, like, the fact that it's repeated almost, mm. oh, my God, why am I trying to make this darker than it is? But, like, it almost feels like it's, like, a coping mechanism. And, yeah. like, it's almost, like, I don't know, because I feel like it's a little bit darker than it appears on the surface. It's, like, mm. you know, beer and smoking are two kind of mechanisms people use to cope with things and like cope Mm. with hard emotional times and like it doesn't have to be always um Mm. but it could be sort of like he's like a bit using it as a way to um deal with other things I'm not Mm -hmm. saying he has a problem with it because because you know it's 
totally fine if you do it in moderation, whatever. Um, but it just kind of feels like telling himself it's okay, like his life is okay. Um, yeah, I didn't even pick up on with, that. Like, yeah, coupled with like substances in that way, yeah. kind of just makes it a little bit dark for me. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I feel like also I'm not saying like he has a problem. I'm saying that a lot of people use it as like, oh yeah, I need like a glass of wine to deal with my like, mm. hard work day. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. not you have a problem. It just like sort that. of just like a way to sort of step out of the yeah. celebrity and, like, thing calm and be like. Down. Yeah, yeah, forget about it for a second. For sure. Be like yeah, and a it's breath. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and then the I want to lay where she lays. I love oh this line God. so oh. much. Me too. What, what a good line! It's so like it's so like specific and like inserted in there because it's not a love song. But then he has this like I want to wear lay where she lays. And it's so specific and, like, real and just, like, a little snippet of a whole nother layer of things. Um, and I love it so much. Like, it means so much. It's, uh, I, I, and it makes I me know. so sad because it just, like, really brings home, like, the whole fame thing and having to be separated from, like, your significant other for, like, mm-hmm. so long. And just, like, simply wanting the privilege of being able to be like sleeping next to your significant mm-hmm. other and just like laying together like that's so yeah. wholesome oh, and Louis is so just, beautiful I just love it it's such like a again he's saying so much in so few words mm-hmm. um because you know it's bringing up all the fact that like he doesn't get to do that often or he mm-hmm. didn't in the past um and it's just like his one wish you know I just feel like that's mm-hmm. not a celebrity wish really even though yeah. like, we know the backstory mm-hmm. and that um, a lot of the reason he is, like hasn't been able to or isn't in the past um, been able to be with his girlfriend is because of celebrity. But like you know, yeah. a lot of people, normal people, go through that too. Yeah, it's such a good line. Wow, wow. I just, I don't know. I love it so much. I feel like he just does such a good job, as you said, like saying so much in so few words. It's showing like that he loves in the same way as well. We've talked about hurting in the same way, which he talks about, but then there's like this really like, like snippet of loving in the same way. We all feel love in the same way and we all miss people in the same way. Um, Just so good. Um, What else? Okay. See, like this kind of thing, like, um, like, want to lay where she lays. That's the kind of thing, like, you don't have to say that, like, I miss people the way you miss people like mm-hmm. he said it in a different way that's the kind of yeah. thing that like I wish the chorus had mm. um taken um and sort of like not made it as like like t- let me tell you exactly what I mean because I think yeah. he does it in in a more artistic way in the verses and I'm yeah. glad that like we do see that in the verses but um, yeah the yeah, verses are super super strong they're very strong so they... that's why I don't mind the chorus as much mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree with you, because he, he doesn't, like, he says so much without being like, I miss people, you know, like, yes. I want to lay where she lays, and you just see a whole picture of, like, someone wanting to just lie next to their partner, and, like, be with mm-hmm. them, <clears throat> and then, oh, and then the freaking next line, I want to stay in these days, like, mind blown, like, I love that line, that, that, I think that brings up just so many things that relate to like everyone about 
not wanting to, you know, time passing is such a huge thing that I think everyone deals with, whether that means like people passing on or your childhood moving on or leaving, trying to like stay in the moment and live your best days because you feel like you're there and knowing that it's slipping away and time is passing. I feel like want to stay in these days is just so simple, but like, so relatable and so real and especially like with Louis you have the whole idea of one direction and wanting to live in that those sort of glory days as he said um like and being scared of it moving on and not knowing where it's going um and I feel like so cool that you interpreted it that way because I interpret it completely different I like really the way you're reading it is different I interpret it like I want to stay in these days so like he wants to not go out to clubs and parties like he would rather stay in with his girlfriend oh yeah oh that's so weird yeah so like I feel like that mine is like the more like obvious like concrete um the way that he's like the fluctuation I didn't hear it like that Wow. Okay. I I'm guess that makes so much more sense. <laughs> no, but I love your interpretation, and I hope that, like, he thought of that, because I think that's, oh, like, thanks. an incredible double entendre type of thing, like, double meaning, man. Like, that is such – and it works so well. Both of them work so well, because it's, like, he is talking about the positive things, and also mm. he wants to – you know, he was talking about the clubs before, and now he's talking yeah. about – you know, staying in and, like, being more domestic and, like, kind of just, like, having, like, smaller personal moments. Wow, I love that we can totally read the same song. I know. Such different ways. I didn't even think of that. So, like, want to stay in these days. Like, I would like to stay in. I don't like going out as much. Like, I just want to chill and have a good time in with, like, my family and friends. Yeah. Ah, wow. That's also a great way to interpret it. Um, and then the gonna smoke and it's okay. We kind of talked about that a bit. Um, do you have other things to say about this one? No, but again, like, I love the assonance and the the rhyming and just, like, Mm. it's just, like, it's really good. I mean, like, sometimes, like, when we think about, like, shorter, shorter lines and shorter words, you're like, oh, like, it's just, like, kind of thrown together. But you can tell he thought of the sounds and, like, the meaning. Mm. Um, and I, I just really appreciate, I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm, me too. Um, then we go into the pre-chorus and chorus, which is the same, so I didn't have anything for that. Um, mm-hmm. And then there's, like, this little musical breakdown bit that, like, someone's still saying the words, but it's, like, twisted up a bit, and it's, like, with this, like, music mixy sound. Uh, what did you think of those parts, Kara? Because I like them. This is, like, what we were sort of talking about that had them more, like, synthy, like, it's not just, like, pure, like, orchestral instruments it's like got some techno-y stuff but I think it sounds really cool I like it I'm a fan I think that like um like we were saying it's like similar to some of the things One Direction does but he put his own spin on it or his producers Mm -hmm. or whatever put his own spin on it like I feel like both Back to You and Just Like You have very similar music um Mm -hmm. behind it um or at least like the same type and I really like that that he's like kind of developing his own sound um and, I mean, I'm here for it. Um, I know that a lot of people, like, want him to do, like, more, like, punk rocky stuff, like, maybe, like, what Five Seconds of Summer have been doing, or, like, you know, No Control, which I'm also all the way here for. But mm. also, I'm, like, down for this, like, very, like, kind of, like, soft pop boy that we're getting. Me too. I love it. 
And I feel like it's like different than pop that I've seen. Like it's not like yeah, it's like a, it's like Louis pop. Like it's his own thing. I love it. It's like kind of reminds me of like Troye Sivan, like that kind of mm, thing. Which yeah, I'm, I'm definitely yeah. About. Yeah, I so see that. Like the, all the cool sounds Troy has in his music. Like I feel like yeah. Louis has a lot of cool sounds going on in his. Yeah. Um, oh my god, I just feel like Troy should collab with. At least that one of the boys. So I feel like cool. Louis or Zane, yeah. but I don't know. I feel like Louis and Troy would just be so cool. Yeah, that would be a really cool collab. Um, okay, so then we get to the next part, which is the bridge, which is every heart breaks the same, every tear leaves a stain, can't I just be the same? Every heart breaks the same, every tear leaves a stain, let me be the same. I really love a lot of this. This is so beautiful. Um, what did you think of this, Kara? I feel like it was, like, so, like, heart-wrenching because it's, like, him talking to himself but, mm. like, sharing that. It's, like, it feels like he's, like, reading us, like, a diary page or something. It yeah. just feels very desperate in a beautiful way. I don't mean desperate in a bad way. I just mean, like, very pleading and just, like, like at your core, this is what he wants. And, like, mm-hmm. this is I, – I don't mind – um, the use of like the sames here because I think that like um, in this um, what is this called a bridge yeah yeah this bridge I think that like it, it um, works with like more of a desperate tone and like mm-hmm. when you're in desperation you use the simplest of language so I think mm-hmm. it makes sense like can't I just be the same let me be let me be the same like that's just that one that line is one of my favorites let me be the same it's like yes. he's pleading please let me be the same as you stop looking at looking at me as this other person like allow me to have my emotions and allow me to be sad and allow me to yeah. like be the same as you like especially or when you he's, frame like, it to like a higher power or something like he like, yeah. wants like, to go back or something and like he would rather have that oh that's so true wow i love that it's such a it's such a desperation line that yeah you can feel it so much because it goes from can't i just be the same to let me be the same i like that transition Yeah. yeah um and i like that every tear leaves a stain again we have the visual of him crying and like people crying and again Mm -hmm. that's like we can all cry, boys can cry, men can cry, which I like. Um, yeah. And it's like we we all cry the same, you know. It's not like celebrities have perfect lives and don't cry and don't go through hurt. It's like crying is crying and, you mm-hmm. know, it's producing tears and physically there's water falling and it's leaving stains. And I feel like that really um, sort of drives the point home where you can – have that physical where it's not like oh we have problems just like you it's like we cry and we all cry and that's a human thing that we do Um, yeah and I feel like it um that keeps it from being sort of um what's the word uh patronizing like Mm. I just feel like him talking about because it's one thing to be like we're the same like we like we are the same and then like showing examples that he goes through hurt and pain and like him crying I feel like that is like you know showing us proof it's not just being mm-hmm. like yeah i spent ten dollars god ten dollars ten thousand dollars on a night out but like we're just the same like he's like proving it and like he's yeah. giving us the facts he's not it's not just like you know he's just saying it to say it like he really mm-hmm. took the time to think about 
how and also it's so interesting because some people are born into fame and like have been famous their entire lives but louis has had the both lives and he can compare them and i mean like it's not the exact same because he didn't go through the exact same um you know he didn't go through the same ages both to compare Mm -hmm. them like he didn't you know do university and then go like be famous um but i think that like out of anyone like you know the one direction boys do know what being normal is or at least like yeah their memory of it like it's because like they can't really because they don't feel it anymore but they did have it once and it wasn't like um you know uh they weren't like 13 like even yeah, he, he like wasn't, Kardashians or something. He wasn't that young. Like he was eighteen. Like eighteen's pretty yeah. old. You've lived an entire That's a whole life. Lifetime. Mm-hmm. You've had so much and lived so much and experienced so much. Like Kara and I knew each other since we were like twelve. Like yeah. by the time we were eighteen, we had been to like the concerts that we were talking about earlier. We'd done that we went to New York with my mom. We saw Taylor Swift. That was all before we were we would have hit the age of that Louis was. Like you mm-hmm. have so many experiences, and it was just so normal. And he had all those normalities as well. Um, yeah. So it like reminds you of that. Mhm. Um. Anything else about this part? No. Um. So then it goes into the course again. Then there's, like, a little music breakdown, and then the song ends saying, if you only knew, again, at the end. Oh, that's and so heartbreaking and sad, and I like yeah. the way that it ends. Yeah, me too. Because it's, like, a plea to, <laughs> I'm I'm glad that he uses you in the last mm. sentence, because I think that, like, this whole song is to the fans and to the public, and to have another, like, um, direct um, call to action, not call to action, but, like, direct... Uh, you know, talking to them. I don't, what am I trying to say? <laughs> a direct conversation, I guess, sort of. Yeah. Um, I still can't think of the word, but like, I think it's very, uh, good. <laughs> it's very, it's, it's useful for what he wants to get across. Yeah. I'm glad I can talk. <laughs> I agree. If you only knew, like, it's like directly to the fans, directly to the public, whoever wrote the articles with the headlines. It's like, if you only knew, like, what I was actually dealing with and what I actually felt and how I actually was rather than this, like, what you see me as. Like, mm-hmm. maybe you would understand better. If you only knew, like, that's the sort of beginning of a phrase and it's sort of like, what's the end of it? Like, if you only knew, then you would get me better or you would realize that we are the same or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you wouldn't hold me to such high regard or I don't mm-hmm. know what the flip side of that statement is, but I do like the way it ends on that. Um, just like uh, this song in general, the lyrics are so good. Just Louis is a talented, talented person. and He really is. I'm so glad we get solo Louis stuff. Me Thank too. Me God too. we get solo Louis stuff. Like, he's so good. I'm yeah. so happy for him. <clears throat> and um, us. And us. And us, yeah. Um, and the fact that, like, this was a song to the fans, and he really wanted to show the fans that we're the same. It's, like, just another layer that, like, he had us in mind thinking about this song yeah. and being like, look, like, 
this is we're the same. But I feel like on a, I feel like as I said, there's that side of it. But then there's also just sort of talking about feeling pain, and it, it, it is a song about feeling pain and being hurt and dealing with stuff as well. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it does a good job of that side of it too, even removing the sort of like fan connection aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else about the lyrics? No, I just love them, and I feel like he's just, I love seeing him evolve and grow. Me um, too. It's great. Me too. And then we sort of talked about musically, like, what what we liked about it, um, but do you have anything else about that? No, I feel like it's, it's really well done in terms of using um synth and you know not instruments I just feel like it's really well done and I'd I'd love to hear other people's thoughts if like I know that in the group people were saying that they would rather instruments but I wonder um like what percentage of people like would rather oh I haven't caught up with the group I guess were they saying it for this song yeah that they were saying that they or they like in general that they would want Louis to do like more rockier stuff Hmm. I don't know. I really like what he's doing. I Me I too. really like this stuff. I love and I like variety the though. Cool song. Sure. Yeah, variety would be good. Yeah, but I do. I think he's doing such a good job in this like area. Like the when we yeah. got that um back to you, like those first sounds that he like put a clip on his Instagram, and we were just like, oh my god, this is so cool. Like yeah. I feel like the sounds to the songs are really good. I think well. that too might be a little bit catchier. That's like my only qualm. I think with this mm. song, I feel like it, I wish it was a little bit more like individual almost. Um, because I feel like back to you, it has like such an iconic, some iconic notes that you just like yeah. automatically associate with them. This, so, but I mean, I, I'm not complaining that much because I think the lyrics are just really, really strong here, but I would love yeah. to like, I don't know, maybe a little bit more unique ish, I guess. Mm. But I still, I, in terms of just like, between Back to You and this one. In terms of, like, what's on the radio, I think this is unique. But I think they could have... But then again, I don't want to, like, ask for that and then get an overwhelming... Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah. you have to balance it out so that it's not too much of it. We talk as though we know how to do that. We don't. I love things. (laughs) Sounds, music, instruments. Yay. We... Um, what was your favorite lyric in the song? Do you have a favorite lyric? Oh my gosh. I feel like the entire first chorus, I mean, first verse. Yeah, so um, good. It's the guy from that one band, Cigarette, in my left hand, whole world in my right hand. I feel like that's just so good. Mm-hmm. Me too. I really like those. I like, I mean, I said the, um, when I'm down, I need somebody to talk to. I mean, I love that first verse. I like the sort of just realness of that line that I just said. Mm-hmm. The I want to lay where she lays speaks so much oh, with so just good. such a small part. There's just too many good lines in this, to be honest. Um, <clears throat> but overall, I really, really love this song, and I'm excited to listen to it. Um, I feel like it's almost sometimes hard to listen to Louis' songs because they make me so emotional. Like, yeah. they just... I don't know, like, I was crying listening to this song earlier. Yeah, I teared up too, man. Literally, like, it makes me feel so many things, and, like, just hold on to, like, I couldn't listen to that for months, and even now, when I listen to it, I get super emotional. I kind of can't, yeah. Like, 
there's his music is just so moving like it's hard to listen to sometimes because it's just so emotional and so good which is like honestly he's that talented um but mm-hmm. yeah i'm excited to keep listening to this and mm-hmm. it just makes me want more and more of his stuff and i'm so glad he's gifted us this before the next single which is apparently coming out sometime later this year so we have that to look forward to when do you think it'll come out like november yeah, I'm sensing November. Why don't we do November 25th, my birthday? Actually, I want to before my birthday. But that would still be What cool. a birthday gift. Um, yep. Yeah, because I, I wonder if he'll perform on The X Factor. I wonder which boys will perform on The X Factor, given the ties with Simon and what have been yeah. severed and which ones have not. <laughs> I mean, for mm-hmm. sure Harry is going to be performing, right? I mean, like, I think they would want him to. Hopefully Harry does Kiwi on X Factor. Let's make oh my that God, happen. Yeah. Um, and then Louie, we'll see Niall and Simon. I don't know how their relationship is, <laughs> but I'd love yeah, we'll have to Niall see. to perform. I mean, I feel like it will really say something when we yeah. find out who performs, who doesn't. <laughs> yeah, that'll be so interesting. I'm excited. Mm. I'm watching X Factor, so anyone who wants to tweet mm. me about it, tweet me about it. Um, But always tweet me like, a day or two afterwards because I can't watch it live because I watch it on the internet. Um, All right. That's everything. Anything else to say about this whole conversation, Kara? I love Louie. I just, I, I love it. I love him. Me too. We love you, Louie. You're the best. Thank you for being you. Um, Moving on to recommendations. Kara, do you have a recommendation this week? I do, actually. I've been watching um, the anime on Netflix called Little Witch Academia, um, and it's just, like, really cute. Um, It's about, like, a school of witches, um, and the animation style is really adorable, and I feel like it's just a perfect um, Halloween watch, you know? Um, If you're not into scary things, but you want to watch some, like, witchy Halloween thing, um, you know, it's just, like, wholesome and just cute and magical. And I feel like Aww. there's a lot of great things to watch on Netflix, actually. I did not realize there's so many, like, um, what's it called? Um, the Night Be- Nightmare Before Christmas is on Netflix, which I didn't realize. So I feel like there's a lot of, like, non-scary um, movies to watch on Netflix for nice. Halloween. Spirit. I'm all about like, that non-scariness yeah. stuff. Yeah. I also still need to watch Hocus Pocus for the first time, but I know you don't like You've that You've never movie, watched still, that? Wait. I've never, I've only seen parts of it. It's horrible. Don't watch it, Kara. It's really I, scary. I want to. I know every, a lot of people like it. I mean, it's a cultural thing, but it's freaking <laughs> scary as hell, and I hated it. Um, oh, no. But... What is my recommendation? Oh, I started watching The Good Place on Netflix today, and I'm oh, nine, nine episodes in. <laughs> um, I've heard good things about that show. Yeah, it's entertaining so far. It's like not like a seat gripper, like have to watch the next episode always. Like, but it's I'm enjoying it. So it's like my like level of humor ish. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm liking nice. it. And I'm going to keep watching it. I know it's on season two and like every week a new episode comes out on Netflix. So I'm going to catch up pretty quickly, I think. Um, But yeah, I recommend that this week. Um, Let us know what you guys think of everything we've talked about. Um, 
i.e. Liam's new album and what the hell the title could be that's old school and somehow related to the fans. Is it Daddy Direction or is it Snake Habitat? Turn around. Don't know. We'll have to get a poll going. Um, Also, uh, Niall's documentary coming out. And, of course, Louis' song. Um, Let us know what you guys think. I don't think we, like, did a question about, like, saying, like, tell us all your thoughts. Because I feel like you guys would all have a lot of thoughts on Louis' song. So let us know what your thoughts are on Louis' song, because we'd love to hear them and just bask Mm -hmm. in Louis' glory. Um, Thank you guys for listening to episode 114 of Talk Direction. You can go follow us on Twitter at Talk underscore Direction and hit us up if you want to join the group chat and we'll add you to it. Um, You can email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. You can message us on Tumblr, which is talkdirection.tumblr.com, or go to our Instagram, which is just talkdirection. And you can follow us individually on Twitter. I am at Caitlin I.R. Foster, and Caitlin is spelled C-A-I-T-L-I-N. And Kara, where can they find you? I am Kara underscore Pond, and Kara is with the C. And you can also head over to patreon.com slash talkdirection to listen to me talk about living in London and all the stress and stuff I've been going through. I've been like not wanting to record that because I feel like I'm going to start crying halfway through it. Mm, yeah, um, but yeah. I also want to talk about it because everyone over on our Patreon gives such nice advice and like I really know, kind exactly. words and stuff. So I'm like, I really want to say, like, talk about it and then have you guys give me advice and like tell me I'm okay. Um, and then I'm also going to be doing like a whole bunch of another episode about like random 1D questions, i.e. like what 1D songs am I still listening to? Um, what Wendy songs I think the boys' solo stuff sound most like, and mm. some other things that I've cooked up. Um, so if you want to cool. hear that, go to patreon.com slash talkdirection. Um, you can also rate and review and subscribe on iTunes. Um, there's the podcast app from iTunes, and you can just subscribe right there where Talk Direction um, as well as on SoundCloud. If you just look up Talk Direction, you can follow us on SoundCloud. And there's an app for that as well. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next time for episode 115. Bye. Yeah, Bye. I want you, baby, slow, slow hands. Like sweat dripping down my